0: So much to get into, so little time, and so much wrestling. Absolutely so much wrestling. I am Kev Calm. That is True Hill Heat's own SP3, Sid. Uh, it's the inside cradle. You can hear me on the right mic, Craig. I'm getting on the right mic. I, I yes, yes. I, I did a I did a podcast two weeks ago where everyone's recording me off the the camera. That that doesn't sound good. We have a lot to get into. AEW All Out this weekend in Chicago. I'm in Chicago. I can feel it on the street. It is taken over. CM Punk on the radio, on every radio station, on every TV station. He returns to the ring this weekend. Will it live up to the expectations, the lofty expectations that have been put on the show that are not simply just tied to him? Also, we have huge WWE news, massive WWE news coming up here in the next few weeks. Massive changes to NXT, which some people think are good and other people think are bad. And uh, a lot of colors flashing at you, right? We're going to get into all that. And WrestleMania, by the way very big news for Wrestlemania. It's probably, probably uh, some of the biggest financial news that we've heard about Wrestlemania in quite some time in terms of what it could be in the future. Uh, we'll get into all that on a pretty exciting deep diving episode of this little, little show that comes out every single Thursday that we call The Inside Cradle.
1: Watch out! Watch out! Watch out!
0: Watch out, watch out. Yes, that's our little opening graphic. It works. It was a little clunky there. Uh, Sid, let's let's uh, before we get going here, uh, I I do. I mean, we'll talk wrestling. That's what we do every single week. Uh, But we had we had some very unfortunate news kind of come across the feed, and it's wrestling, and it's this, and it's shoots, and people taking shots at that company and this company, and buy my t shirt, and all these different things, you know. But um, this real life side of wrestling, and there's a real life to the performers, and we had some very unfortunate news about daphne unger who performed uh for most most people would know her from tna wrestling uh but was a big fixture on the independent circuit along with shimmer wrestling shimmer women's athletes where she was a huge star for them uh and was widely considered you know one of those very very strong breakout 2010s mid-2000s performers now we haven't heard much from her and we had some unfortunate news here in the last 24 hours
2: Yes, unfortunately, she did an Instagram live on Wednesday where um, she had some discernment imagery. Uh, she pulled out a firearm. Uh, it was pulled from Instagram, and there was a lot of people concerned, a lot of friends. Mick Foley was one of the people who tweeted out, uh, basically reaching out to her and reaching out to her family. Uh, police and her family went to her home in Atlanta, Georgia to check on her. It was kind of all. All over wrestling Twitter throughout Wednesday night and Thursday morning, a lot of people hoping that we got good news. Unfortunately, uh, Shimmer Wrestling announced um, uh, just a little bit, you know, before we went, we're recording this episode here that Daphne has passed away uh shimmer said in their tweet uh we are very sad to have to announce the passing of shannon sproell aka daphne ungner um we are posting this at the request of her family please respect their privacy at this trying time i will miss you my my logical sister from another mister and that was from lexi fife um yeah, I mean, I was one person that was a big time wrestling fan when I was a kid, so my first discovery of Daphne was over on the the latter years of WCW when she played the significant other of David David Flair was a part of that, you know, stable with David Flair and Crowbar. So this is like very sad. I've been kind of following her career and seen her on either television or the independent scene for over 20 years. She's someone that's so talented that, you know, left an impression on anyone that's seen her in the wrestling world. But more than anything, this is about, you know, someone who wanted to take their life away. So if anybody watching this, you know, feel has any thoughts like that, feels like that in any way, there are, you know, Organizations like we're showing on the screen right now that are always out there for you to reach out to. You know, there's people in the wrestling community. The wrestling community, a lot of times, there's tribalism. You know, yeah. you like this this uh, promotion, I like that promotion, I like this wrestler, you like that wrestler, but we are a community. And sometimes even with community, with family, you're going to get into arguments. There's going to be disagreements, but stuff like this, you need to come together and know that there are people out there for you to reach out to, whether it's in the wrestling community, whether it's organizations like the Crisis Counselor Hotline, like Crisis Tech, uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. There's people out there for you to reach out to. If it's not friends or family, there's people in this wrestling community you can always reach out to. So when you're ever feeling like that please know there's someone for you to talk to and talk through this, and you don't have to take your life. So we want to send our deepest condolences, everyone here at Sports Keto Wrestling, to Daphne's family, our friends, anyone in the business that has made a connection with her, whether it's a fan or a fellow wrestler, we send our deepest condolences and our prayers and our thoughts to you.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, this is something I've unfortunately had to cover working in rock radio. This has been something at least in the past few years that we've seen with um, some noteworthy people, you know, singers and different things like that. And every time it comes up, it kind of, um, kind of pulls back the curtain a little bit for some people with mental health issues and, and different things like that. And, and I would, I would also include, you know, people with substance problems and yeah. with uh, varying degrees of, me- of of mental health problems. I, 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 I want to express just, uh, you know, there are, resources for you to reach out to if you or someone you know are feeling like that and i always uh, applaud the national suicide prevention lifeline which is available at 1-800-273-8255 that is 1-800-273-8255 that is 24 7 you can also reach them by text because you know it is uh, the age where we don't call each other on the phone we just text everything right that, but maybe this is something you need to call somebody about and that's okay. You can also text go to 741741 and you can reach trained crisis counselors through the Crisis text line, a global not-for-profit organization. They are free and available 24/7. This is also all confidential. Uh, and uh, many, many other resources that you guys can reach out to. Uh, it's just a very, very sad and unfortunate situation. Uh, and maybe that isn't a number that you need, but maybe you know somebody that does need that number. Uh, and definitely reach out to them. the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And, of course, you can reach out to uh, the, cri- the crisis text line as well. And that is go to 741741. Um, they have not reached out to us to say this or anything like that. But it's just a, a wonderful resource that you can reach out to that you can give to somebody that needs it, especially if you're trying to help somebody. Um, yeah. It's definitely worth it here. I know it's a weird pivot <laughs> to, to go into wrestling talk, but we will go into all of it here. Uh, plenty to talk about here. We do have uh, AEW All Out this weekend. Uh, this is a, a huge weekend for pro wrestling. This is a great time for pro wrestling across the board. I think uh, there's some great things going on in WWE, but obviously the focus this weekend is on All Elite. They kind of take over Chicago. They're running the same arena three times in a week. Tickets are moving pretty well. They are indeed sold out for All Out, they were close to sold out last night for Dynamite. It looked very, very healthy talking to people there at the show. I will yep. be at Rampage on Friday, but uh, all of it centers on, you know, this Sunday on pay-per-view. Exclusively on BR Live, by the way. This is the first time I think they've, they've ever gone exclusive just with BR Live. That's the only way you can get this uh, within the United States. Uh, maybe available on Fight TV internationally. Uh, I'll be on Fight TV, by the way, tonight with AAW. I'll be on, I'll be on, I'll, I got my suit cleaned and pressed in the other room uh, and I'm looking forward to that. But I'll talk more about that. But all out this Sunday, what are you looking forward to most? I mean, the big attraction is the attraction they added just a few weeks ago. It's CM Punk back in the ring for the first time in seven years taking on Darby
2: Allin. Uh, a couple of weeks back, I heard a lot of people like complaining about the card for all out, saying that this is supposed to be AEW's like biggest event of the yeah. year. It and just, you know, I
0: think part of that a few weeks ago is there just wasn't we thought we were getting hangman and omega and you're gonna get the big payoff there yeah and, Omega's and i think pulled that out. people
2: people set their expectations high for hangman and uh kenny omega and like my good brother romeo and true hill heat says hangman's baby was a little selfish and took took that away from us <laughs> so, uh but <laughs> uh, that's some heat
0: that's some hill heat He's going off on a baby come on now man
2: but, but no hangman had to make the choice to be a good father be there for his wife for their first baby so it's totally understandable and i feel like that they have done uh, a decent job not the best job possible but a decent job of putting heat behind the christian cage and kenny omega match they had a fantastic opener on the first ever episode of rampage where christian beat omega for the impact world championship you have champion versus champion in this match It's christian's undefeated streak versus the belt collector i think that's going to be a spectacular match there darby and cm punk need to be the main event though Uh, You know, there's too few exceptions in the wrestling world of when a world title shouldn't be the main event and CM Punk's return in ring for the first time in seven years is the exception to the rule that needs to be the main event because they are going to be they're going to be harming a lot of the other matches that would follow it if because this is the match that all the fans are going to be invested in, all the fans are coming to see, and why this AEW All-Out card is going to be the most bought pay-per-view in their company's history, potentially. But the match I'm looking forward to the most is the Steel Cage match between the Lucha Bros and the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks. I think that they had one of the best matches in AEW history two years ago at All-Out 2019 and I was there one of the
0: best tag team matches I've ever seen
2: that I was there live as well the best ladder match I've ever seen live and one of the best ladder matches in wrestling history that I've ever seen these guys went went Bar none, it was crazy. The Canadian destroyers off of ladder. Nick Jackson almost killed himself getting pushed off a ladder and hitting his head on the table. And, you know, uh, package power driver on ladder bridges. It was insane. And inside a steel cage. So someone doing
0: a Canadian destroyer off the cage.
2: Uh, that's what I think.
0: I think we're getting Nick Jackson. I don't trust
2: Nick, it. I don't Nick trust Jackson it and Ray Phoenix are insane. No, and they are two of the best high flyers out there. They're doing no, something crazy. No, yes.
0: no. You don't have to do a flipping pile. Yes, from 20 feet yes you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you're watching the chat and you want to see a Canadian Destroyer, uh, go ahead and hit the like button right now. All right. If you're if you're not, if you're not feeling the Canadian Destroyer, jump into the comments below and tell me what you want to see in this cage <laughs> match. All right. Um, it, There's a lot to expect on this show. A lot of it has come together late. Um, which I, I know some people w- that are conditioned to pay-per-view and I'm paying 50 bucks. want to know what I'm going to be you know plopping down for a few weeks ahead of time. Um, I think the long-term goal was we know we're getting Punk. And we know that Punk's going to be the big attraction in his first big match. is going to be the, the real thing here. And I agree with you to some degree that that should be the last match on the show. That's the star power of the show. That is the biggest star on the show. Sorry if you're a fan of Kenny Omega. Sorry if you're a fan of the Young Bucks. I was in Chicago when Punk came out. Nobody really cared about much else on that show until Sting got out there. No. And uh, and if you're mad about all the WWE guys stealing the spotlight, it's because they're bigger stars than anyone they have in AEW right now. All right? So th- that's kind of the case. All right? Uh, we also have Chris Jericho on this card with MJF. Uh, I do think this is hopefully the end of that storyline, which has been going on for a long, long time and whether or not this is the send-off of Chris Jericho is interesting. Uh, I'm of the thought where I, I do think this would be a curveball to throw to people because the angle that Chris Jericho presented is if I can't beat you, I won't wrestle in all the wrestling again. Uh, I, maybe I could do commentary. Maybe I could do something else. I won't wrestle anymore. He does have things planned. He does have this cruise coming up in October. He does have a tour. He's playing the night before. I, I gave away tickets on air yesterday on 104.9 The x Rockford for a concert he's doing with Fozzie who has an album that's been delayed and delayed and delayed with tour and tour and tour. Is this the phase out of Chris Jericho and all Elite wrestling? Is this the end of Chris Jericho and all Elite wrestling? Some people say, no, it's just a tease. Uh, you know, he gets to valiantly beat this, this big brat that's been talking a big game and has bloodied him and thrown him off cages and all these different things and ruin his faction. This angle is long in the tooth, but they're trying something here. I wasn't sold on it, but they've gotten it a little bit hotter as it's went along. Every time it's kind of cooled off, they always heated it up again. Uh, but it's very long. You got to, you got some point. You got to wrap this thing up in a bow.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I thought they should have. They they had a good idea with the labors of Jericho, but he honestly shouldn't have had the fifth labor. Be MJF. He should have been another fifth guy to get this match with MJF. If they did at that, all out. They, if they
0: did that match on the pay per view. Like uh, I would have been like, oh. Yeah, That would have been like a cool surprise to throw in the middle of the pay-per-view. Exactly. But I think on the pay-per-view, they saw like, there's enough things going on. We have to do something else. Uh, but yeah. th- my thing is like, you're still, now you're presenting a possible consequence here. You know, like, like so the, yeah. the consequence is Jericho could be wrestling his match list match in AEW. And uh, AEW's big thing is when we do these stipulations, we kind of hold ourselves to them. They, they uh, could too. It's also worth noting, Jericho's deal is reportedly up at the end of the year. So no, a year uh, and a half, a year, year and a half.
2: half in the middle of 2022. I think that I don't think Jericho is going to end it here. Uh, I think that Jericho wins. But yeah, I just feel like they kind of blundered uh, the the labors of Jericho
0: storyline because, because- wanted out. Like they got, yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, because it peaked out at the Nick Gage match, and then it kind of you know, you had the Hoovi, which was nice to see him back, but ending it with Wardlow before he gets MJF and MJF getting that victory, tapping out Chris Jericho should have been the end of this storyline. He should just end the storyline three and oh against Jericho. But AEW likes the baby face triumphing in the end. Jericho can get this big victory here, and then it clears his path and clears MJF to do something new. Whenever MJF takes a loss and he's only took one other loss in his whole AEW career. And that was last year at all out. You can create a whole story that he, all out is kind of his Achilles heel. He's two losses have come at this event. This is their mania.
0: This is their biggest show of the year. So yeah. Yeah.
2: And it makes sense for the heel that wins all year long to lose at the mania type event. So I, I think that this is long in the tooth. I do agree there, but I think they did a excellent job on the go home show with two superb interviews by both men. Jericho showed so much passion in his promo. MJF is one of the best promos in the game today. And he cut a. spectacular tackler one calling himself the the pro wrestling stepdad because he has to fill the shoes left by Chris Jericho just a great line and MJF always has these and they did a great job of making me interested in a match I wasn't very interested coming into Dynamite last night and I thought that that was overall the show was one of the best go-home shows that they've done in quite some time or ever in there in their time on Dynamite but That match, most of all, I think they did a good job of creating intrigue into it and making it feel like this could be Chris Jericho's last match.
0: All right. You know, but I I don't think anyone buys. the thing is, I don't know if anyone buys a stip, though.
2: You know what I mean? I don't think people- I think they do because Cody. Cody's never gotten a shot at the AEW World Championship because AEW has respected their stipulations and never gone back sure, you can on their stipulations. It, but,
0: believe, but the stipulations, do I believe I'm going to see something? You know what I I, mean? like- I
2: just, I just did a preview over on my channel and I had half the panel say that they think MJF's winning here. So it, I think that they have okay. made people believe that MJF can win here because is- it's.
0: Yeah, that isn't to say I think the match is going to be. You know, dull in any way. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so, so obviously we're talking about match order, all these different things. What are some other things we can expect in this? Now, obviously, it, AEW is the jump to land, right? Everyone's jumping to AEW. That those expectations are through the roof. We've seen some changes in the car that may have opened up some things here. So, let me lay this out here. Uh, Pac is off the show. We were going to get Pac versus Andrade. One of the lower card matches that was teased to Tony Khan has confirmed and announced that Pac will not be on the show due to travel issues. That is the stated term here. Uh, so we, we have had some changes here. Andrade will have a match on the kickoff buy-in. Their 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 kickoff show is the buy-in, which was supposed to feature the Women's Casino Battle Royale. Now that Women's Casino Battle Royale, which always has a wild card spot, the new wrestler comes in and debuts in the company, has been moved onto the main card, which I'm okay with because I don't think, um, you know, the Britt Baker match you have right now is super compelling. It's just Britt Baker comes and gets promos and is going to, moat through red velvet like, like like that's it's the most predictable match on the show okay so I, I'm, well, am i wrong statlander. about that chris what? statlander chris statlander she's wrong, yeah. but statlander, yeah lander i'm sorry uh <laughs> no no i'm just you know what i mean like i'm, I'm they're not taking the belt off Brett. like they're nah. just not they're not doing that right now.
2: that's so, probably the most predictable match on the card
0: that that's all i'm getting at and, and that's kind of the reason why I, I forgot there's no disrespect to statlander at all it's just like all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's just the, where it is now the battle Royal being added to it. You can introduce a new character. That character does. They do the battle Royal earlier tonight. That character, whoever that wins, that comes out of that immediately gets to step up to bread After she wins a title. Now I'm intrigued, predictable, but accelerating. All right. So, I'm okay with it. Now, other people have uh, lined this up. Is this where you bring in Ruby Soho, formerly known as Ruby Riot, dropping all of her cinema verite things about her being a runaway and running away to New York City, and here's my ID. Oh, what subtlety. What subtlety we have here? I'm going to show my ID to someone at a bar that says, oh, that's my old one. Oh, okay, okay. We get what you're going there for. Uh, And so... This is where they—they're the teas is that she shows up in New York City for the Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, you know, where, where you're going to have to wear a mask and uh, be be vaccinated or have a, a negative totally fine with me. <laughs> totally cool with me. Kind of understand. Uh, I kind of don't understand why that isn't the policy at every single show you have. All right, yes. we follow local CBC guidelines. It's have a set standard. WWE exactly. do the same thing. You know, uh, so that, that's an annoying thing where I'm talking to fans like that all the time. Well, hey, if I go to the show, do I have it? Yes. You should have yes, it. <laughs> you should. Have you it. should. <laughs> I, I'm vaccinated. I took, I took, I got a COVID antigen test for free yesterday. I got my response in 15 minutes. You can get it for free. You can find it. Uh, uh. Me, my ADD aside here. Is this where you bring in Ruby?
2: No, I think you bring in Ruby at grand slam. I think you can, the- can't do it all this weekend.
0: You can't nah, have all those. you can't. You
2: can't do it all this weekend, and I feel like Chicago has gotten a lot over the last couple of weeks. From uh, AEW, CM Punk's debut was there. I think that we're, we're going to really see
0: Chicago Gale though. I you think we're going to see so. a certain.
2: Yes, movement make its way to AEW uh, to on on the All Out card. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm expecting Brian Danielson to debut after Kenny Omega defeats Christian Cage because he is a heel winning that matchup. So you need like a babyface pop after that. Omega can say he's beating everybody in AEW, so no one's left. And then you hear the do 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 do
0: they're gonna pay for the uh your final contract exactly people saying you know
2: rise of the valkyries is rise thing. of the valkyries
0: when they did that rewrite of it like they gave they gave him rise of the valkyries like the original like orchestral <laughs> version but once they did it with the guitar it's a really awesome theme song it he is a great entrance in wwe the one he did in ring of honor i think you'll hear some version of that um if they don't do if they don't do the original it'd be awesome it's all but expected he's showing up uh they've yeah. moved it up a little bit i think that, that they want to have this on the pay-per-view um there's a there's also some other people who think maybe this is a an opportunity to bring in adam cole who's still has I, a think, free agency I think i think i
2: think the reason we're moving up brian danielson is adam cole debuts in in arthur Ashe stadium because okay. four years ago earlier he debuts in brooklyn for nxt it new york is kind of his place. Okay. They they know he's going to be over, yeah. we know we're going to scream bay bay for him at Arthur Ashe Stadium. So I think he debuts at Grand Slam on the 22nd. You get Brian Danielson here. You set up Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega potentially for Grand Slam in front of, you know, 20,000 fans in that big stadium. It makes sense there. Um so, yeah, I I can see that happening as far as the Casino Battle Royale. I don't see Ruby Soho. I think Ruby Soho also debuts in New York because that's what these runaway vignettes have kind of teased that she's going to New York, she's gonna show up there. And I feel like the Joker card of this casino battle royale isn't gonna win. I feel like this is just a good spot to either debut someone or honor a legend. And my pick for the Joker card is actually someone who deserves some recognition, who deserves a big pop from that Chicago crowd because everything she done for women's wrestling as of late and that's mickey james
0: mickey I agree, james i agree the uh big ups to nwa for the impala yeah. show i thought that everything i heard about it was really really cool
2: it was a great show i totally yeah. loved that show especially the title matches diana peraza versus Molina was great as well as layla hirsch versus uh camille i've been i've been gushing all over layla hirsch because her performance was spectacular. Camille, what an
0: attraction what yes. a, what what i mean first off i'm a i'm a red-blooded man a gorgeous lady but just like lives up to the billing of of an amazon like lives (laughs) up to it and also they haven't whatever she did was very selective for such a long time and every time she's out it has almost an andre the giant vibe where you're not going to see her all the time but when you do it is very eventful
2: it's very much the the build of what they kind of did with China in the yeah. early stages of her career when she was with Hunter Hemsley and her and Camille's Hunter Hemsley was Nick Aldis. So I think they've done great with building up Camille. And like I said, Mickey James put that whole card together. So in in a way, I felt like I I got asked the question when I reviewed the show: what was better Evolution or Empower? I felt overall Evolution was probably the better show, but Empower meant more because Evolution, although it was an all women's paper. You got Triple H, Vince... You know the usual suspect of WWE sure. putting that together. It's different when a woman is putting it all together and making it happen. And I felt like that's why Empower meant a little bit more. And that's I think, why I me- think
0: WWE will do one of those again too. Everyone's like, "Oh, they're but never going to do it again." I just don't I, know when. Don't you know? think
2: it's going to have. It, it no. feels very hollow to me a lot of times because you don't have women in the writing team. You don't have women putting it together. So that's why I like Empower, and I felt like it meant a little bit more than what Evolution did. And I think that Mickey James is. Serves the moment in Chicago, come out, have that big pop, have a good performance, but I don't think she's going to win. I think that this is an opportunity for Tay Conti. Tay Conti, they've been giving more attention to, putting a spotlight on her, have her get this big win here, because, you know, there's other people that could win, like a Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, I feel like those are money matchups in the months to come for Bit Baker, while Tay Conti, I feel, can get a big moment, and this could set up her getting the opportunity at Grand Slam in New York City, because you got to put big matches on that card if you're having your most attended event ever, so I feel like that's a nice segue to, you've been putting the spotlight on Tay Conti, get her, let her get this big victory, here in the casino Battle royale have the big match with Brit in New York Brit beats her there and then Ruby Soho debuts and you set up Brit and Ruby Soho for potentially full gear their next pay-per-view
0: whole lot going on there whole lot to see uh 50 dollars on pay-per-view so it better be worth your money right uh, absolutely a lot of money there. Uh, I do think this is worth mentioning here as we talk about AEW presenting itself on traditional pay-per-view WWE on Peacock. So you're getting more bang for your buck with the Peacock thing. That's no shot at AEW, just a matter of what you spend money on. And every time uh, an AEW pay-per-view comes up, people say, is it worth 50 bucks? Because we've been so conditioned for the last you know, seven years that WWE has shifted a lot of events behind the paywall, but you still have great things like fight. You have a lot of great independent wrestling on there. I'm going to be on there tonight, right? I'm like, I was, and we're, we're going to give you a show that's well at AAW, A-A-W right? AAW, uh, we're going to do the show tonight. And I can tell you proudly, I, I know this. The show's going to be well worth $13 and much more. AEW, it's 50 bucks. 50 bucks for a lot of people. Feels like a pricey thing. Uh, and wrestling fans have been conditioned differently. Now you still have great stuff on pay per view all the time. You have these spectacles on Triller, you know. You have these big boxing matches, which are just still a thing. But wrestling fans still, culturally, g- give it to WWE with putting, you know, getting fans in the idea of this. They've been conditioned to a streaming service. You know, uh, um, is it time for AEW to to explore that to get themselves behind some type of full? For- yeah, I mean, they have it internationally with Fight. You know, like they, they have it internationally in some of their markets. Uh, they are expanding internationally, but to me, you're in bed with Warner media. I'm going to say this every time a big pay-per-view comes up with them. You're in bed with Warner media. All right. And I was talking to Rick. Who's going to join us at some point. Rick Cucino. He's on the uh, right now, as we're taping, he's on the AEW presser call with Tony Khan. I said, you have to ask him this question. And the big question is, I don't know if this question is going to be when are we going to see all eat wrestling on HBO max? You're you're on Warner Media's umbrella. You are under the banner. Your brand is partnered with them. Now it isn't owned by Warner Media. All right. But when you go to HBO Max and I spend $15 a month for it, I get my, I get everything I want. I get all my adult swim shows. I get all the Harley Quinns. I get all the DC movies. The rub of AEW right next to Superman and Batman. That's a rub, baby. That's a rub. Just just being in the same room, you know. Um that's real and it would really introduce it to a whole new audience but there is no live portal on hbo max i think just putting their stuff on there it's got to be something they're thinking about is how do we roll this out and find casuals because i think that's why you bring in a cm punk i think that's why you want a sting there i think it's why you want a daniel bryan there you want wwe fans to start jumping over to your show and checking it out right And i think putting it on a streaming service is a part of that
2: i i still am under the impression that pay-per-view is kind of their thing. Like They're a yeah. TV company first, so they care about their TV deal with Warner Media. They're not too worried about the streaming service because their pay-per-view continues to go up year over year. They started off with a, with about just below 100,000 uh, buys for Double or Nothing 2019, and this year's Double or Nothing set their buy rate record of almost 150,000. So they're going up year over year. They're producing more of a TV company that bills to four big pay Views for the year that's not really axing for too much, in my opinion. Because if you're paying ten dollars a month, that's a hundred dollars, you can get two out of the th- two out of the four pay per views for AEW well for the mind. year, yeah. And it's the same amount, and it's and oh. they have a better success rate for delivering quality pay per views overall. You know, four of those pay per views are usually, I would say, three out of the four are usually. They're in the top 10 best shows of the year on over the last two years. And over this year, I think they've had two very good pay-per-views with Revolution and Double or Nothing. With this pay-per-view, it seems like it's going to set their new buy rate record. So I'm still under the impression that we are years away from them getting to a subscription service. And I think they're doing well with having them be a TV company that builds to these big pay-per-views.
0: I agree. I, I just like the idea that I pull up Peacock and I get to watch SNL and click two clicks over and I'm on WWE. You know? Yeah. I, I, and that's me as a, uh, I like wrestling, but I like wrestling being a part of pop culture. The same way I was a comic book kid in the early 90s. And I was like, when are we going to get cool comic book movies? And <laughs> 30 years later, you don't you stop go. getting them, you know? Exactly. Um, so that's where I, I like those things. You know, I, I want AEW to be Warner Media's DC. You know, I want just like WWE is NBC and Fox is Marvel. You know, I want I want that and I want that for the genre. And that's kind of why I bring those things up. Uh, Let's get into WWE. A lot to talk about. We will cover a lot more AEW, by the way, this weekend. I know you're going to be doing a big preview coming up, dropping this Friday live with the always outlandish, always outrageous Always entertaining Kenny Bolin, who uh, spent many, many, many years with OVW and uh, at one time managed this guy named John Cena. You may have heard about him. Uh, So uh, that'll be coming up this Friday. You're going to be able to reel in Kenny Bolin talking about AEW here. Uh, We shall
2: see. He he apparently has some stories about CM Punk from his days in OVW when CM Punk was in OVW in 2005. So it will be quite an interesting show for you all to enjoy. So join us live Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Me and Kenny Bolin breaking down the entire all out card
0: uh we will cover that we have some big wrestlemania news to cover here in just a moment we will talk about nxt let's jump into that wrestlemania news here yes. uh news coming out here from our our compatriots over at wrestlinginc.com tip of the old cap to nick hausman getting the big scoops uh, recently this week uh Rick, nick's a great friend of mine i hope they get to have a cold beer with him this weekend uh they report this by way of fightful select as well uh that the current plan for WrestleMania thirty eight. Uh, In the vicinity of Dallas, Texas, I mean Arlington, Texas, uh, is to run AT&T Stadium, one of the biggest stadiums in North America, not just one night for WrestleMania, Sunday, 3rd, 2022, but two nights. Uh, And this is a potential. They have not done this. uh, They have not announced this officially, but that is the current plan. Uh, And depending on how things go with COVID-19, obviously, that's a big deal as well. Uh, This would be the first two-night WrestleMania in front of a full audience, potential audience of 100,000-plus per night. There would be 200,000 tickets sold for WrestleMania in two nights on one weekend. It's WrestleMania. You're going big. <laughs> so so uh, and you're in Texas. Uh, this is a, a very lofty plan for WrestleMania. Obviously, people are going to say, oh, they're not going to sell all those tickets and stuff like that. Here's the thing for you guys. They never. They never. They never do. But the big reason to say about that is WrestleMania. And I can tell you this is someone who's worked for a company that did business with WWE. That is the most requested event they have from clients and partners across the country. So around. 10,000 tickets are given to their licensing partners and their TV partners and the, and on and contest winners and all those different things. Um, and there's also like international things that they do. So, they're going to sell like 90,000 <laughs> like tickets. Like, yeah. and so when anyone says like, "Oh, they're not going to get the, still, this is going to be the biggest wrestling show next year. They're going to play a football stadium two nights in a row. So you can't, you can't stop Godzilla. Okay, guys, you can't like, you know, throw a rock at Godzilla and think that he's going to pay attention to you. doesn't work right? like that. Uh doesn't work like that. WrestleMania is that big. Uh, how, how, this is just another sign of how big this event is every single year. Right
2: absolutely i mean i thought that, that was, this was the best thing to come out of the pandemic for them yeah. was the two-night wrestlemania for wrestlemania 36 because i you know it was in new york city or you know new jersey really for wrestlemania 35 i and was there so it, was
0: it was way too long exactly so it, many of it, my it, friends and, and when it the was, plan came up the next year i was like yeah why didn't you do the last year in New Jersey? When I was exactly, there? because yeah. so many
2: of my friends went to that event and it was their first WrestleMania and they didn't come out of it like, oh my God, I went to WrestleMania. They were like, oh my God, that show was way too long. That went mm-hmm. seven hours to the point that we had the first ever female main event in WrestleMania history. And it wasn't that loud for one of the most over baby faces that WWE has built up in the last decade, Becky Lynch versus one of the biggest mainstream stars That they had for a full time contract in Ronda Rousey and one of the most decorated females of all time, Charlotte Flair. That place wasn't as loud as it was for the middle of the show when Kofi Kingston defeated Danny O'Brien for the WWE Championship. And that's just how it is mostly at WrestleMania. I was at WrestleMania 34, and that show was molting hot from, you know, seeing the opening with Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor, Charlotte defeating Asuka, ending her undefeated streak. Ronda Rousey's in-ring debut, and then Daniel Bryan finally making his return, and then when Daniel Bryan's laying on the floor for ten minutes, and we got to watch Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beat down Shane McMahon, that crowd died. That crowd died, and it never came back. And the only time it came back was to boo Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns out the building. That was it. So I have experienced these long-form WrestleManias. This was a bad plan from the start, but it was the only way to get a lot of people on the card. But this is a better way two but nights of anyway, wrestlemania gives more people opportunity
0: like mania for the last 20 or 15 years has evolved into a festival like yeah. it's it's the lollapalooza of wrestling it's the woodstock of wrestling it's the destination event Everyone goes there. The industry goes there, whether or not, you know, AEW says they don't want to run that weekend. Yeah, but everyone else does like, yeah. you know, like it, don't put it out there. Ring of honor is going to run a show. New Japan's going to book a room. You know, where can we run in Dallas? How close can we get to the stadium? All the independents are going to be there. And that's the way it it's happening tonight. AEW's AEW is running Logan Square. It's we run it all the time, but we know we're going to have a bunch of new fans there. Because they're in town and they're making Labor Day weekend into the it, wrestling. Weekend. And
2: GCW is in Chicago as well. Like this yeah. is this is gonna happen. I like the fact that AEW is kind of putting their 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 flag in the ground. Like we're not going where WrestleMania is going. We are the number uh, two. I, I like it. I like will. it. No, I don't uh, think they ever will. If
0: they don't, if they don't go that weekend, they'll try and do something around it. I I think they'll do something. Like the, I don't they, think
2: they will because this or, game or they'll it, do
0: a stunt or like they'll play another market the same weekend somewhere else or maybe something, you know, something they
2: do that but yeah. I don't think they're gonna run the same market as WWE for a Wrestlemania weekend I think they are putting their 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 flag in the ground and saying that's their stance They're yeah. WWE picked the fight with them on Wednesday night but they're not gonna pick that fight with Wrestlemania because they know that's they a fight gonna they're win. gonna lose <laughs> they yeah they gonna ain't live. gonna win and that's what <laughs> WWE should have known that this is a new hot thing and we should have never tried to pick that fight on Wednesday, but they but did WrestleMania anyway.
0: WrestleMania. And that's the yeah, major reason exactly. why anyone who wants to go to WWE, that's your goal. All right. Uh, that is why Nakamura went there. That is why a lot of people go there. That's why a lot of people stay there is because they get to have that shining moment that when they, when they, this, whatever WrestleMania's build is, it tends to live up to that. a showcase of immortals, you get to have these moments that last forever. That aren't forgotten. You have a WrestleMania moment, a WrestleMania match. Like those are special things. And, and, uh, you know, some of the guys that are going over to AEW. and punk got to have some WrestleMania moments. Didn't get to have yeah. the one he wanted, which was main eventing it. You know, Daniel Bryan got to have that. All right. Did a bunch of Mania things. Go go do something else. Guess what? Maybe he comes back and does it again. Cause mania is always the biggest selling point of WWE. I think this is the smartest thing that they've done with one of their major events. I'll say this too. I think this is a Nick Khan move. I think this yeah. is Nick Khan saying, let's maximize what we have. Let's get the most out of it. And yes, fans will spend more money. People will buy more money. People will buy tickets. Obviously I do think it'd be a little bit easier to sell two nights. If you knew like, all right, on night one, you will get this main event on night two. You get this main event, but it just doesn't work that way. Cause those tickets yeah. need to go on sale in November. Uh, yeah. So if you're going, Nine times out of 10, you're going to buy tickets to both nights. So that arrangement is kind of weird, right? Uh, I do think it's great for Peacock. This is more of a streaming move. All right, I'm watching wrestling this weekend. It's going to be on all this weekend. Uh, You know, and and as they move to more of a streaming directive product, I think that's how you bend to your audience. Your audience wants this. They want it spread out. They don't want it all blasted at them at the same time. And are you going to give them the matches they want? Now, let's just, it's, it's, uh, we're looking at the clock. It is September 2nd, 2021. Uh, things are going in a certain direction. What do you say? We, we could book WrestleMania right now. Give me some WrestleMania matches. I got a couple in my head. Uh, you got to do something with Roman reigns and the rock, but it looks like maybe they're going to save that for LA for WrestleMania 39 next year.
2: I think that if you're going to, you're going to sell two nights, you need a big time main event on that second night. And I think it doesn't get much bigger than Roman and rock, but if they do save it for, for Hollywood, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Sense. I wouldn't mind your Raw Rumble winner goes after whoever's the WWE champion, and you have Roman, you know, beat somebody at the Raw Rumble. Beats uh, he's already beaten Brock. He's already beaten John Cena. He beat he wins the elimination chamber. Successfully defends the Universal Championship after he's there winning with the Universal title. Big E comes out and becomes the first man to call his shot with the Money in the Bank briefcase and say, I'm going to challenge Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship in the main event of WrestleMania. That's what I would want to see if we're not getting Rock
0: and Roman. Roman wins night one, whoever he gets. Maybe I'm not even saying it's The Rock because maybe they just hold it off. Big E comes out and says, well, tomorrow night, you and I are going to, I'm cashing this sucker in. Tomorrow night, I'm gonna give you a night to sleep on it. I'm gonna give you a night to sleep in that ice bath because tomorrow night, and then that'd be a great way if you're watching WrestleMania be like, "God damn, I think I made the right decision here buying a ticket." The and,
2: only the only reason I don't see that is that oh, as we're, much we're as just WWE throwing, we're just
0: throwing stuff at the wall, dude. We're yeah, as, as much
2: wall. as WWE loves Roman Reigns. I don't think they're going to have him wrestle main events back to back nights and rock and Roman has the main event. So I, I, I can see them giving the ladies night one and I can see them doing either Becky and Sasha banks or Becky and Bailey, Bailey being the babyface against a heel. Becky Lynch.
0: Woo, love it. Love it. You know, you're going to get a big Brock match on this. Brock has yeah. signed a deal with WWE. He has eight to 12 matches uh, and he's going to be with them for the next two years. Um, Brock likes being in big matches. Okay. Brock doesn't like traveling. Brock like doesn't like Brock likes being in huge matches where he gets paid a lot of money and gets to do some really violent shit. Right. And so I think Brock gets to do something big at this. I think there's a, a flurry of different people you can build up for Brock. And also, I don't think Brock needs to be in a title. I know, I know everyone Brock's always by a title. I would like them to build up a personal issue with Brock. Obviously, he came back, he threw his he threw his hat at, at Roman Reigns. Uh, and that'll happen at some point, And you'll have Paul Hammond play into it. Uh, so, so there's a lot of different things here. Uh, you mentioned, is The Rock going to be involved? I think The Rock's involved with this. The rumor we had, uh, the last one we heard, and Rock may not be on the show because all the different commitments he has being the biggest movie star in the world, yeah. um, is that the potential was a family issue with the NOI the, the family uh, would be that one of the Usos would deviate from the, from the bloodline of Roman Reigns and, uh, you know, align with their uncle, The Rock, and say, you're out of line. One of the Usos would stick with Roman and say, no, Roman's, Roman's our guy. He's our tribal chief. And you would have Jey Uso and Roman versus Jimmy and The Rock. And I actually think that is a compelling match. It's a tag team match. You could limit the amount of time that The Rock is in the ring. You can do those different things and kind of keep them away from each other. I do think you have something as well with John Cena. Uh, you have you have Edge involved in the show. There's a lot of things you can do with that WrestleMania that could be really really cool. Also, there's plenty that can change. There's a lot of new stars yeah. that can climb up the card. There's a lot of different things that can happen. There's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of setbacks. We don't know where we'll be with COVID. Um, but I do like the idea that WWE is trying to make WrestleMania as big as it should be. And in and, and Texas, that platform, that market, hell yeah, dude. Like I'm I'm on board. I like that idea. Speaking of things that people are either on board or not on board for as we're in the 42nd uh minute of this show nxt so Wale, a very popular rapper uh, very much a very uh, prolific fan of wrestling has been involved in the business and done different things with wwe and other people uh puts out this logo And it has a flash of color, and it's a new NXT logo. We've been hearing rumblings of it. NXT is getting a hard reboot. Uh, WWE executive Nick Khan, who has Vince McMahon's ear, who's the top dog of all wrestling, Vince McMahon, is going to be involved with the show. Now we hear within the last 24 hours that he's going to produce NXT. NXT has always been seen as a Triple H product to update that information uh we have gotten more information from wrestle votes who's this kind of a scooping twitter that always reveals different things from from the backside of wwe that they're indeed doing changes and vince McMahon will indeed be producing wwe nxt at some point but this is still very much a triple h show so i know there was a knee jerk oh this is gonna destroy nxt and a lot of people think he's gonna destroy he's gonna change it but in an update wrestle votes reports Uh, that the day-to-day operations of NXT will still be under Triple H, Shawn Michaels, William Regal, Matt Bloom, and the other team that has been there. The reboot of the show, which will redesign the Capitol Wrestling Center and have it be more colorful, which lines up with the logo, the musical change will very much be a quote-unquote Vince and Company stamp to it. Uh, And uh, that McMahon, Vince McMahon, and uh, executive producer Bruce Pritcher will be involved in big decisions with NXT. Uh, I don't mean to throw water on the fire, but this isn't nearly as a salacious story as it, as it was 24 hours ago, which is a little bit more worrisome than it was. Joining us a little bit of a run in here. Rick, this, Rick. we'll get to uh, what what scoops you got there from the, the Tony Khan AEW press conference call. But these NXT changes, they were uh, a little bit more uh, salacious and everyone's concerned. And Vince McMahon's going to have his hands all on NXT. We find out a little bit more that Triple H is still going to be involved with the product week to week. Uh, what do you think of the reboot of NXC that's coming up here in a little bit?
3: Wait, hold on. Are you mean telling me that everybody just immediately ran to the ledge and were ready to jump?
0: Vince Are, is gonna destroy it. Me, Vince you, is gonna destroy it. It's gonna fitz mcmahon me, is investing millions of dollars in this thing just to destroy it. Honestly. Destroy like, it.
3: like, honestly, the first thing I thought when I saw this, and I actually tweeted this out, the first thing that I thought about was, huh? Maybe this means we'll at least get a little bit more continuity when it comes to NXT and the main roster shows. Sure, maybe, just maybe, but that's I, I tend to try to look on the bright side. And you know, we we saw the the whole uh, fiasco that went down with with Karrion Kross and Cross, and you know, you bringing in people like Dewdrop and pretending like they don't have they didn't exist until they got to Monday Night Raw. You know, that kind of crap. So uh, I'm hoping that this will change uh, if Vince and Bruce have a little bit more say uh in the uh in the process on nxt but uh, i'll say this much it they're gonna have the big decisions to start to start and yeah. then you know we'll 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 see how things uh, go from there how things progress if uh you know they come in and start making some changes and then bring in more of that casual audience and you know the audience starts getting bigger yeah they might take over a little bit more if the numbers stay the same they might grow tired of it and just say all right triple h go back to doing what you were doing
0: Sure. Sid, what do you think here? I know you've been a proponent of doing different things with NXT. You think the show needs a reboot, but is this that is this that change or is this just a move more for NBC Universal and WWE's TV partners to say like, "Hey, the man who runs the show of WWE is actually going to be really involved with, you know, our our AAA promotion here, our 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 big college startup in NXT."
2: This is a consequence of losing a war. WWE don't lose oh, no take wars. Your shot, they Sid. don't lose no wars. Don't no, no, go ahead I, give, I give them
0: candy. I give know the both candy. of y'all give both y'all, food, both the of y'all are,
2: are shills and getting paid by Vince on the Diggy L. I'm not Did you I'm, call paid, me a shill? I, I'm I'm paid by Tony. I'm paid by Tony. You see my cease and desist shirt. I'm paid by Tony. Nah, but in all seriousness- I am gonna if- say,
3: hold on, man. If I if I'm getting checks,
2: they're they're lost in the mail. Uh, I I am severely underpaid. <laughs> no, on- no, 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 no. No, no, Kev Kev gets paid by Vince, you get paid by Becky. We all know that, Rick. We all know that. But but uh, as far oh, as what? this. This is, he this is at the,
0: he wink, the, the the bobblehead that he's that's right next. to You guys don't know this exactly, in the podcast. There's a bobblehead exactly. right next to Ricky of, of Becky Lynch. It's a, that keeps a, box. It's a it's camera on pop. It's a camera it's that a goes camera. directly. She's out. making
2: sure he doesn't say anything bad about her. She's making sure. But uh, as far I as this,
0: what you're saying about me, Ricky <laughs> I'm gonna what... you. I'm gonna slap the taste. I'm gonna hit you so hard. You're gonna be. Is, your your face is gonna be as red as your baby. That is,
3: oh, that so is terrible. That is that so bad. Is terrible
0: Irish accent. Awful. So okay. nice. it's terrible. I'm Irish. I'm. I, I think I'm, I'm allowed to do that.
2: That's even worse. Um, but oh as, far, as far as the changes to NXT, um, I think that this is only going to be something different, something new. I'm not going to say it's something good for the brand because I don't know yet. But, uh, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels still being there is is supposed to, you know, bring some sense of relief to a lot of different fans. But it is going to be different. It is going to revert back to more of a pre-WWE network NXT because we without the independent stars that kind of shifted NXT to the super indie to this uh PWG on steroids type of you know era that we started in 2015 on until 2019 it's going to be a change in that and you're going to see different people maybe get to the top spot and be in the main event spotlight so it is going to be different but I'm not going to necessarily say it's going to be worse or better it's definitely just going to be different like the logo itself. yeah i want to see it play out and see what transpires out of it and i
3: think that's that's something that a lot of fans nowadays you know they they dive right into the negative in all seriousness i joked about jumping to the ledge they do that they will judge something before we have even seen it and you know (laughs) we're we're guilty of doing that, you know, very similarly Probably as well. Good. Hell, Sid, Sid and I got into uh, an argument. By, by the way, we're still fans. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're all here because we're fans, right? But we, we, we try to think of things objectively. Uh, but Sid and I got into an argument, you know, before we even saw the first, you know, slightest inclination of a Becky Lynch heel turn talking about why it's going to work or why it's not going to work. We haven't seen it even on television yet. And we're arguing about why it's a success or a failure. And exactly. I think people need to calm down. It's great for talk shows. It's great to get people riled up and to have conversations, but we all sometimes as cliche as it sounds. And it's like Sid said, got to see how it plays out first. Let's see what the product looks like before we all start bitching about it.
0: Here are the positives of it though. It shows to me that WWE at a top level understands that NXT needs to feel bigger than it's been recently. And it needs to feel like appointment television. And that if we're not going to be going up against Dynamite, what is this show? This show is a show that's supposed to create big stars for Raw and SmackDown, and it's supposed to feel different than Raw and SmackDown. And I think they can achieve that. I also like the idea of... Uh, seeing a creative person do something that they don't do elsewhere, you know what I mean? I I love the Foo Fighters, they're my favorite band. Seeing Dave Grohl play drums, you know, that he got to do with Nirvana is something he hasn't done in a while. The idea of Vince McMahon working with purely young talent that are not established with no preconceived notions is exciting. It's different for him. It's different for Bruce Pritchard. They get to see it purely as clay and a little bit more moldable, and they don't have any, all right, we can't do that because we've already done this. No, these are completely fresh characters. I think that's a real creative challenge. I think challenges kind of uh, create fun things. Vince McMahon has proven in the past his best work comes when he's challenged by something. And I I think there's some good things here that line up. I don't think it's all bad, but at the same time, uh, you know, there are some things that worry me. There is some concern. Papa Dave Meltzer saying there could be some more releases on the way. More specifically,
3: those people who have been there for a long time, which is something uh, which is something that I have brought up on this show before when these releases first started happening. And we started hearing about the changes of, oh, they want to go away from the indie wrestling people and they want, you know, six foot five under 30, you know, the the big. Bron strowman type guys which is weird it's a long-term it's like, investment you know yeah. what i mean
0: that they're, they're, they're thinking about well all right we need guys that we can that are going to pay out uh, in you know 10 or 15 years too
3: right but immediately you know the two names that come to mind adam cole is already a free agent so when you look at the the landscape of the people that are there the first two names that come to mind are johnny gargano and tommaso Ciampa, <laughs> and those are the two guys that i am extremely extremely worried about right now when i see a report like that yeah. When I see a report like that, those are the first two names that come to mind, and I think once again, pure speculation be- there, though. Pure Rick, speculation, right? yes. pure speculation. But when
2: you talk about guys
3: who have been there forever, those are the guys. Those and are the guys they, they don't, don't have-
2: want to move up. They don't want to go to the main roster. And Tommaso Champado has already put out there that he's willing to retire before he would go go to the main roster. I know, I know, I know he's I know he's come he's come in and he's he's corrected that in the past, but Uh, to me. But that's already that's that's already been out there. He's now correcting it now, but he's already put it out there. So yeah, he can potentially go to the main roster and he can he can do something. But if it doesn't work out there, I, I can see him just saying, you know he doesn't have to retire anymore. He has another option because when he put that out there before he corrected it to you, Rick, there was no aew. It's totally different kind of now.
0: That was like within the last year. Well, no. when he said it initially,
3: when he said yeah. it initially, you know, AEW wasn't at least
2: wasn't as it high. wasn't it wasn't on dynamite. Dynamite uh, had not hey, started. Hey, hey, when I'm when not he opposed. Said
0: that. I'm also not opposed to a Tomasa Ciampa or a Johnny Gargano freshening a bra or SmackDown, by the way. You know, I mean there's not there's nothing bad with that. We do have a draft coming up. I would love to see if these changes are so compelling that NXT is involved in that draft, uh, which is gonna be in October. Uh, by the way, Sports Keto Wrestling going to be doing uh, some very cool things with the draft, by the way. We're going to be doing, I would say, some of the most advantageous different coverage of WWE Live uh, that you've ever seen. So that's coming up. Keep an eye on that. It's for the diehards here. In terms of other things for NXT, I, I'm, I-, I like the idea. Uh, I'm not saying I'm opposed to the idea of them not calling up independent wrestlers, but the idea of doing something with completely fresh talent is I'm okay with it because I want to see people do. Uh, Sid, we know you got to pop out here in a second. Definitely let us know what's going on here with True Hill Heat. Uh, yes, go over,
2: follow the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, a whole week of all-out content. We're doing a watch-along live on Sunday. We got a roundtable review on Monday. You can follow me on Twitter at True Hill sp 3 and of course, subscribe to the Keto Wrestling YouTube channel, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going live uh, for the all-out preview with myself and Kenny Bolin, and of course, after SmackDown and AEW Rampage, myself, Rick Uchino, we get into arguments with Dutch Mantel, the legend there, to kind of hold court and hold us all together. He's the glue if his internet sees fit.
0: <laughs> no fires this week, nor tornadoes. Let's no fires.
2: Let, let's hope. Let's hope.
0: Sid, let's argue
2: I think, another I think time. he's
3: sabotaging his internet because he doesn't want to stay up till 11.05 <laughs> at
2: night anymore. Might be, might be. You might be on to something. But We're thank you, worked. gentlemen.
0: We're <laughs> thank, Take care, Sid
2: thank you gentlemen for having me as always <laughs> i will see you next time <laughs>
0: take care buddy uh, uh Sid, always always good to us here now uh you just joined us here we we, we did huh. cover the expectations that people have about aew uh but you just got off the aew press call which we'll have up on our channel we'll have coverage of that at sportskita.com. tony khan had plenty to say you got to hear it what do you say
3: Oh, man, he said some uh, some really, really, really interesting things. Uh, first off, talked about uh, his relationship with, with one CM Punk. Uh, honestly, it was quite a bit into the call before anybody really asked about Punk specifically, which I found um, strange. I thought that was going to be, you know, hot and heavy CM Punk, bam, 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 bam out of the gate. But it really was a well while until anybody asked about that. And it was uh, Mike Johnson from uh, PW Insider. Asked a, a really great question about what it's like to to work with CM Punk on a creative level, and uh, said basically, you know, Punk and and t- Tony himself are having the uh, the times that are lives right now and planning everything out and and uh, you know working on with these matches. Also had a lot of great things to say toward the end about the TNT Championship and 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 why it's so successful and how he doesn't um, view it as a mid card title and how he doesn't book it uh, as a mid card title and even took uh, a um of a subtle shot. At the Intercontinental Championship, he brought up the fact that, uh, you know, when you look at bookings and retiring the belt and then, you know, not really meaning anything and and moving it around. And and uh, he didn't mention it by name, but he said, we all know what championship uh, he was talking about. So there was a lot of really, really uh, interesting things that uh, he said when comparing, um, you know, those two championships, as well as uh, the future of the company. He flat out said, look, we are way ahead of my expectations of where I thought this company would be. Yeah, Um. So, I which mean, is he, true. Which it's is true. very, very true. This this is a company that has gotten red hot uh very, very quickly, thanks in large part to the likes of Chris Jericho and John Moxley and all these other major stars and, 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 and now. Part CNP- of this
0: is they also launched at the right time when they could get the right TV deal and the right distribution. Yeah. Um they launched when WWE was fresh off those billion dollar deals. And and you you know this from media, the the price of a live viewer became infinitely more valuable to advertisers and, and a million and a half people may as well be. 8 million people like it was 10 or 20 years ago watching live tv uh so that they're, they're worth more you know so the AEW came on tv at the right time and, and presented the right thing and the right people were available and there's some waning with wwe they're still top you know yeah. wwe is still very very much ahead of them in terms of uh brand exposure but yeah they've grown very very fast very very
3: quickly yeah and it's here, here's the thing though too like yes all of that's accurate but They also seem to make the absolute right move at the absolute right time. Yes. Like they, especially with the talent that they bring in or when they decide to make a change on a championship, it always seems to work out. I mean, I... Outside of Jericho falling onto a crash pad and the <laughs> explosion that wasn't at the end of the barbed wire death match, I, I don't really know a whole lot of controversy or missteps. Matt uh, a Hardy, for uh, for letting
0: let let Matt Hardy at last year's all out get back in the ring after uh, yeah. visibly getting concussed and cement. Yeah, that, on a, that, that might be, it. I mean, the, uh, about- the, the early days of the dark order, mishandling the women. There's a handful of things you can put out there, but guess what, guys? You're gonna do TV 52 weeks a year. Uh, on two different nights, WWE does it. They're gonna they're gonna produce some stuff that doesn't hit. And guess what? You're gonna swing the bat, and you're not gonna hit a home run every time. It's just fine. Yeah, it's but they of- hit a lot of home
3: runs too. Bringing in, sure. uh, and w- it's a shame I didn't get to ask a question because there are so many people on this media call, and Tony yeah. Khan talks so damn long that there were really only ten questions in fifty five minutes anyway. um Which is not a knock on him. As radio guys, you know we we love that kind of guest. Where we no. have, where we ask four questions and they just go. Uh, so we absolutely I, love I it. I
0: got one in. I got one. <laughs> I did this Q and A with with CM Punk. You guys can see that it's up in the channel now. There was five questions that got asked, and they and the whole panel talked for twenty or thirty minutes. Right? Yeah. Five wow. questions. It's only five questions. that You do you cover in thirty minutes. Doesn't seem like a lot. I got one in. I got a great story. You back off. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> and let them talk. That that's what I think makes a great host. You ask a question. You let him talk. Um, but, you know, the question I had was, you know, because we're looking at potentially Chris Jericho's last match uh, in AEW this Sunday, a pretty decent chance that he's going to uh, gonna lose that match anyway. I I wanted to ask him, you know,
0: that's, his talk, that's your prediction.
3: That's I think there's a decent chance. There's okay. a decent chance. We'll, we'll get it's into 50, our all out. Yeah, well, we'll get into our all out uh, predictions here coming up. But uh, I, I wanted to ask Tonya you know, what what does he think Chris Jericho has meant to the success of aew because i think until quite recently chris jericho has been by far the biggest signing in the history of aew there's there's no hands down jericho came in at that big press conference and immediately everybody started paying attention immediately everybody started taking it seriously he brought in star power he brought in credibility he was uh the obvious choice and a great first world champion for that company and then not only did we start noticing the fans not only did the media start noticing other wrestlers started noticing then you get guys like john moxley who roll in you get guys like Brody lee and matt hardy who roll in and now all of a sudden you see all these releases coming and miro comes over and and andrade comes over and now cm punk who is the biggest signing uh you know beating out chris jericho which i think is why there's at least a half decent chance that this is jericho's last match i i really wanted to ask uh tony about that it's a it's a shame i didn't get to ask him about
0: uh, you know, we did cover that. We did uh Sid and I before you join us because I know we're getting you fresh off the call. Ran down our expectations of the show. We'll run down each match and give our predictions before we end here. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Chris Jericho. Uh, you know, there was some talk that his deal was up in January. Now it seems like his deal is up. You know, Sid's telling me middle of next year, Uh where they go with him will certainly be compelling. Anything other uh, other noteworthy things that Khan kind of expressed today in this media call
3: uh he really put over dr Britt baker uh
0: who announced yesterday that she she signed
3: a contract extension no one asked him specifically about the extension which again i I found was really weird that was my my second question um but uh fightful selected confirmed that she did sign an extension with the company recently he put her over he put over uh the growing women's division with uh you know the likes of thunder rosa and uh, penelope ford anna jay who we saw return And he has uh, very, very high expectations uh, for the uh, Women's Casino Battle Royal and did uh, say there were going to be a couple of surprises uh, in their keyword couple um and keyword there he says thinks uh so uh, obviously one one surprise is going to be the the joker for sure but
0: uh we we be- cover some of those earlier tonight we'll we'll get into all of that yeah. uh let's just jump right into it AEW all up this Saturday once uh, excuse me this Sunday on pay-per-view Sunday uh, Sunday uh, Sunday uh, we will be live after that show and, and it's a reversal of fates so I'm usually pitching yeah. to you or Jose at a stadium for WWE WrestleMania and SummerSlam you guys will be pitching to me and and the last time we tried this I my my phone was was crap uh hopefully this holds up we'll be live hopefully the
3: internet and in Schomburg is
0: a really crazy though so i'm gonna, I'm, hopefully also gonna the internet I'm also gonna be there with uh my comedian wrestling friends as we know them the kfa crew uh are gonna be there so they're gonna be talking some mad mad shit over my ear so i to be prepared for that um, um this is gonna be going down sunday we'll be live after that show make sure your notifications are on for that by the way It'll be very, very exciting. You guys will also get that on the podcast feed as well. Uh, what match is the most exciting for you? Where do you want to jump in here with your prediction? And oh Jesus. Oh my gosh. Uh AEW world title, Kenny Omega, Christian Cage. Is Omega dropping this title here to the new impact champion, Christian Cage? No, no I don't think so either.
3: No, I, I think this this is gonna be a good match, but yeah. this is to me the most predictable. Um, outcome on the card. I think they gave Christian a little nugget there. You know, with him winning the Impact World Championship, and not to diminish the fact that Christian came back after seven years and won a World Championship, uh, especially beating a Kenny Omega. He's still the only guy to pin Kenny Omega in what the last two years. Um, but this, we all know that this rabbit hole of Kenny Omega's title run ends with with a Hangman Adam Page uh, taking that title off of him uh, eventually. Uh, so, no, I don't think Christian's going to win. That doesn't mean this match is going to be bad, but uh, I also believe that solidifies that this is not going to be the main event. I, I don't think there is a prayer that this is the main event. I think CM Punk and Darby Allin are going to close out the night in Chicago, and I think that's, that's the right call.
0: It's the right call to go, uh, because then you don't have to, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, you know, I
3: do, I do have a prediction for the end of the night too. By the way, which we'll get there once we talk about that. We'll get there.
0: Yes. Uh, I agree there w- w- with you here. Let's let's get to this. Jericho MJF is this the end of Chris Jericho in AEW? Uh, I think I think Jericho wins, um, and MJF can take the loss. I
3: don't want I don't want MJF to lose. I I I don't. They've done such a great job of, of protecting him. I don't. I, even if it's by you know fluke i i i want mjf to continue to be protected because i think mjf would be sooner or later he's going to win that AEW world championship it's going to be spectacular i don't want jericho going over i love the fact that they have put mjf continuously over on chris um if i had to guess yes mjf is going to win this match but i don't think it's going to be jericho's last match they will find some way to get him back into the fold. But I think much like with Cody uh, Jericho is another guy who's going to kind of take a seat back uh, for a little bit and let some of the new roster additions come in and, and shine because as, as great as Jericho was for this company early on, they don't really need him to carry the load anymore. He doesn't have to be the superstar in AEW. There's so many other guys now that are ready to to take that spot uh, very, very easily. So I think Jericho is going to take a seat back. He will lose to MJF, but I think he'll ultimately wrestle for
0: AEW again. The AEW Women's Championship, she just re-signed. DMD, Dr. Brick Baker, taking on the alien, Chris Statlander. You said that uh, another match on the show was predictable. I think this one's even more predictable. Yeah. There, there, is, there is no way that Brick Baker, who is supposed to be a villain, right? But everyone chants her name. She's a Definitive cool villain wrestler at the moment, right? And that that is not an insult, by the way. Uh, that, that is a compliment. Uh, there's no way they're taking this title off of her, and maybe this is where you have one of those surprises into the scenario.
3: Maybe a lot of a lot of women on the free agent market could have a stare down with the winner of the casino battle royale. Um, you know, a lot of things that uh, could go on there, but no. Uh, as good as Chris Statlander uh, is, and it's great to see her back and healthy. I don't think there is a prayer that uh, Doctor Britt Baker DMD uh, loses this match. She will retain.
0: I don't care how much of a homer I sound. AAW, I'll be on pay per view for them tonight. And one of the coolest things I ever got to film was with Eddie Kingston when he was the AAW champion. Tonight he will challenge for the TNT championship against Miro, or this Sunday rather. And I'm rooting for him, but I don't think he's beating Miro. I don't
3: think he is either.
0: Um, man, like,
3: and, and just hearing the way Tony. Khan talked about the TNT championship and how he books it and how, um, you know, he builds up these guys. He mentioned specifically like Darby Allen, like he didn't put the title on him immediately. They built up to that victory. Uh, same with Brody Lee, same with Miro. They didn't come in right away and just win that championship. They built up to it. I I don't think that there has been a, an obvious buildup of Eddie Kingston. um, to this to this matchup that would say yeah he's he's going to get the victory here. I don't think I think they'll make it close. I think he's going to take a lot of punishment. Uh we've seen Miro sell uh and take a lot more punishment than I think he should be uh in some of these matches, but yeah, Miro Miro's going to win and I think that's going to be the right call.
0: AEW Tag Team Championships inside a steel cage. A lot of ex- expectations for this. Sid and I saw the match before. It was the best ladder match of all time. The last time these two teams faced in a, in a championship scenario. Now it is slightly different. Uh, before the Bucks were the baby faces. Now the roles are reversed. As the Lucha Brothers are the uh, the team that the fans are supposed to be behind in a steel cage for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Lucha Brothers go through the Eliminator tournament to get here. Um, bell to Bell, this is going to be your banger, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, just running down the card, there has to be a title change, doesn't there?
0: You can't do a pay per view without a title change when people are paying fifty bucks. I just think, <laughs> you know, you got you got you got to flip the belts I, on somebody.
3: I, I think if if all those uh, matches that we talked about already go the way we we think they are, with the the obvious, uh, um, you know, retains, I think, yeah, I think the Lucha Brothers are going to walk away as the uh, the new tag team champions here.
0: A little bit of an international flair. New Japan Pro Wrestling in the Cabal, the Converse, as I've called it, uh, of New Japan Impact and AEW together, uh, and they are sending over the offering of Satoshi Kojima, absolute legend in his own right, taking on John Moxley. John Moxley, very popular uh, with the New Japan audience. Uh, Moxley wins this one. Uh, certainly going to be interesting here. Does this set anything else up for Moxley with New Japan?
3: Oh, I think so. I think that's the direction that they're going. Uh he seems to be calling out pretty much everybody uh who is who is over there. And I do think Moxley is going to win cuz I don't think there is a chance. I don't think there is a chance they're going to have him come into his big homecoming on a losing streak. Yeah. Uh he is he is riding into town. He doesn't have the AEW World Championship. You know, he wanted to come back to Cincinnati holding that that AEW World Can Title. You go uh, with
0: the I'm Cincinnati back. thing. Hey with the Cincinnati. But thing.
3: you know what? Like, you okay, can have uh, your all out in Chicago because the fallout to all out is in the Queen the City. Queen Bay Bay.
1: City?
0: Yes. The Queen
1: the
3: City. Yes. Queen City. City. Okay. The actual, all the right. real, the only Queen City. I don't care what Charlotte, North Carolina calls themselves. <laughs> all right. I understand you Charlotte flair the Queen City is Cincinnati Ohio Uh, and they're not going to have John Moxley come in as a loser there's no freaking way he's going to win this matchup and the homecoming is going to be glorious and I found out today that I will be there live uh, to witness it so I'm looking forward to that
0: Paul White versus QT Marshall special interview with QT Marshall popping up on our channel right now shout out to Raju and the writing team on that Uh, you guys will be able to get that audio and video up sometime soon hopefully soon uh, Billy Gunn now <laughs> being the henchman uh, of QT Marshall. That was added can at the last just, minute. Can
3: we just pause and talk about how crazy 2021 is in the world of professional wrestling, where it looks like we're getting a Billy Gunn big show feud
0: in 2021? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, 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 it was. A, I'm,
0: I'm gonna say this it was a real head scratcher for me. We got Sting
3: this. and CM Punk in the same ring for the first time ever on the same night that. We get a big show, or Paul White, excuse me. Uh Paul White, Billy Gunn angle. 2021 is nuts. All right. It's it is
0: wor- is worth noting. I know some people talk about how many WWE guys are part of this show, right? Yes. A lot of them. A lot of them part of the show. And this is an example of uh, a little bit too much. Because you know Billy Gunn and the Gun Club are gonna be at ringside. It's gonna sure. it's gonna be Paul White versus 15 people. <laughs> and um uh, I'm not saying this is going to be a bad match. I think it'll be fun. Uh, this will be for. Uh, it's worth noting he's Paul White, known as Big Show. This is his first match anywhere in years, so uh, and uh, he went through a lot of physical challenges recently. Yeah, a, a hip replacement, and weight loss, and leaving WWE. I think he's motivated, and I think he'll try and do something special here. I I, I think people who write off him. Um, don't pay attention to how special he he is and still is.
3: Oh yeah, no, no, no. There, I, I, I'll talk to people, wrestling fans, all the time who just don't want to put the respect on his name that you know he deserves. He's a, he's
0: a first ballot Hall of Famer. There, there's absolutely 100. There's, no there's no doubt about that in my mind. If uh, WWE put him in the Hall of Fame next year and he was still signed with AEW, they would let him go and he would go there because he has that much of a yeah. connection with the company. Sure. um, and he's one of those guys where WWE, I like, I, I think WWE would still put him in. You know what I mean? Like oh, they would be like oh,
3: him. Well, him jericho yeah absolutely moxley will go in as part of the shield one day because they love the shield that much i don't know if he'll ever get in as dean ambrose but uh he will uh he will absolutely get in as part of the shield there's there's no question about that there are several guys who are in aew that will be in the wwe hall of fame and are as we know already uh in the wwe hall of fame just look at guys like mark henry and you know go go from there um i think i think paul white wins this match i think it's going to be insane he's going to fight like 15 dudes but yeah this is the first time he's been in the ring since wrestlemania uh when he had the dark main event against drew mcintyre after mcintyre beat
0: uh, uh brock lesnar in five minutes yeah.
3: so this is the this is the first time we're seeing him since what wrestlemania 2020
0: yeah a little bit of a shake up here the 21 women casino battle royale is yeah the main card uh, pock off the show due to travel issues. We covered this earlier. Uh, everyone thinks maybe this is where they have Ruby Soho come out. Oh, people think maybe they saved that for New York City. It's not exactly clear. Uh, but you're telling me Tony Khan promising multiple surprises. Sid said earlier, Mickey James, throw a name out there. Who, who shows up in this thing?
3: Oh, man. Um, the iconics, we're looking the, at the, the people iconics
0: show up at this thing?
3: I, I would love Kate to Royce? see them. Really um, K? I think uh, Cassie Lee and uh, Jessica McKay could be there uh, as they're known now. I would love to see them. This would be their first appearance. I know they're doing a a, a big tour, so they could they could be in it. I wouldn't pick them to win it by uh, any means. I think there will be several surprises. There are a lot of women who are out on the free agent market. I know the big one is uh, Ruby Soho. She's been putting out all those vignettes of her drinking shots and, and walking around the city. And she's got a, a ticket to a city that has seven letters in it. And it's, you know, you're playing hangman with it. And obviously we know Chicago has seven letters. So uh, it's pretty easy to do the math there, you know, the Easter eggs. And we know AEW loves their Easter eggs. Um, but I mean, if I had to pick a winner, I think I'm going somewhere in the range of the 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 women we know now, the ones that again are being built up, uh, knowing how important that is to Tony Khan. I think Thunder Rosa, uh, Ty Conti, or, or maybe even um, uh, a returning Anna Jay uh, might be somebody who could uh, who could, who could win this thing tomorrow. So uh, I think it's going to be somebody like that. I don't think we're going to get the the Brian Cage where he comes in as the surprise and he wins the the big poker chip. I think this is going to be somebody who's already on the roster and uh, who's set up for for Brett Brian
0: Cage still there, huh?
3: He is, yeah. He lost last night to the powerhouse Hobbs again.
0: I know. they are getting I hit. For, I feel bad for Brian Cage. I feel bad for Brian Cage. He got the work. There wasn't, with there wasn't a shot. There wasn't a shot at the Wolverine. That's just like, wow. Swolverine. Things change, right? Things change really quickly. uh we have so much content, and I just, I just want to applaud you guys. We we've been uh, going here for an hour and fourteen minutes. And you listened to it and you watched it. And I, I'm so thankful. I know Rick is. I know everybody else is. I also want to thank you guys for getting us over a certain plateau recently. We just scored 20,000 active subscribers on our YouTube channel. We are so thankful. We have we have big audiences on other platforms, but we put a lot of effort and a lot of work into our YouTube recently. And if you're on board with this and you watch all this, thank you so much. Uh, if you watch some, thank you. If you watch a lot, thank you. If you can spread it, the word to someone else, appreciate there's a lot of other people doing wrestling stuff online so the fact that you choose us we're very thankful that's that's no shot at anyone else uh, you choose us and that means something to us you spend time with us time is yeah. a valuable thing and we're thankful that you're doing that uh, I will be busy uh, at some point uh, as this is airing I'm on pay-per-view uh, I'm on fight TV we got timeout. what do we got here
3: No, yeah, we, we we didn't do punk and Allen. we skipped oh, we didn't over punk.
0: oh we didn't do punk and Allen. I'm sorry <laughs> we didn't I'm doing, do... doing this we didn't do here. the main event <laughs>
3: You're already a wrap up. You're like, screw this AEW shit. Let's go.
0: Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I got, I got to put a suit on here. Uh, and- <laughs>
3: punk is winning. Uh, punk hands winning. down. <laughs> CM punk is winning this matchup. It's going to be fantastic. They're not going to have, CM I'm punk. sorry, Rick.
0: I'm sorry, yeah. Rick
3: punk is winning. He's not going to lose okay. a, another, ma- uh, his opening match. He's not going to lose it in Chicago. I think he's eight. No, in his last eight matches in, in the city of Chicago. Um, AEW loves to to put their hometown heroes on a on a pedestal. Hell, they're like I said, they're even billing Moxley's homecoming to Cincinnati. Like they're actually treating Cincinnati like it's a market that means a damn, which I I really really appreciate because we I are. Damn-
0: I frankly don't.
3: I I know you don't. When uh, I
0: think Ohio, when I think Ohio, I think Dayton. I really do. And uh, go Flyers. That's like our fifth biggest city. Anyway, uh, that's, for that's for my brother. It's for my brother. He's a, he's a Oh, okay. Well, tell him
3: that I said that Dayton is really just part of Cincinnati anyway. <laughs> um it, it's like a it's like a 60-minute drive. It's it, it's okay, basically okay. Cincinnati. So they're part of the greater Cincinnati area. Anyway, um but the 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 most important thing I think is going to come out of this is going to be what's going to close the show. And what is going to close the show is CM Punk out in front of the crowd, celebrating his big win over Darby Allen. And then we're either going to hear the final countdown or we're going to hear Flight of the Valkyries. And Daniel Bryan, or excuse me, Brian Danielson, is going to come down to the ring, maybe do the yes chance. I don't know. I don't know if WWE owns the yes chance, but you I know people are going to be doing them. You, you know people are going to be
0: doing them. Can, I, can you... Can you copyright and trademark? I'm
3: pretty sure you can copyright and trademark anything you want. Yeah. Um. But, uh. you know, he will come down. It'll be a massive pop. These two are going to stare down each other. Uh, CM Punk did an interview this week where he says, hey, look, I want to wrestle Daniel Bryan. I want to do it again soon. I think that would be a great way to bring Daniel Bryan in is after Punk beats Darby Allen. Boom. We're off to the races. Here's DB. Here's CM Punk. Let's effing go.
0: Sounds exciting. <laughs> And you're the one who gets to go to the damn show this
3: weekend, while I'm stuck in Cincinnati doing the post show from the studio.
0: This is my revenge for that crap you pulled in the in the SummerSlam trivia contest. (laughs)
3: Whatever. What the crap I pulled? Winning it.
0: Uh, (laughs) All right. So, uh, if you haven't done already, go ahead and subscribe on our YouTube. I know I did the the thank you stuff already, but I am I am truly thankful. I'm sorry to get ahead of myself here. I'm up. I'm, I'm doing a lot right now. I'm doing like I'm doing a lot of stuff here. Uh, you're holding me together, Rick. I appreciate. I, it. I do what I can. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm very very thankful. To the audience. I know you're quite busy. You're doing the morning radio thing. W L U W W L W. There we me. go. Call letters. All right.
3: The Nation uh, Station
0: the news station uh and i'm busy with the radio stuff as well everyone's busy but i'm just thankful that you spend our time with us you know really really i am and, and it, mean, it means a lot to us when we have so much coming at you all the time so rick you're gonna be busy with smack talk tomorrow yep uh
3: 1105 after uh smackdown and rampage and then yes as you alluded to uh the uh all out post show soon as everything wraps up sunday night uh hopefully we'll connect with you but it'll be myself and jose g uh, Hopefully. Uh losing our damn minds over that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan stare down uh, and everything else that goes down uh, on this card. And then yes, I will be live baby live from the
0: fallout of all out in Cincinnati on Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun week. Enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy all the fun things that happen with us and ride out. Enjoy it with us. If you haven't done it, click like on this video, engage, share, all that good stuff. And remember, when watching wrestling, you must do the most important thing you possibly can do, and that is enjoy wrestling.